Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Ben Herman. He's CEO of Canvas, which just rebranded from its identity as Jumpstart. The company also just raised $20 million. Ben describes Canvas as being the only platform that helps CEOs and hiring managers truly walk the walk on diversity, equity, and inclusion. We'll talk about why on this edition of People Tech. We're brought to you by Criteria. Finding and retaining great talent is a challenge. Fortunately, Criteria can help. Their assessments let you make better talent decisions by identifying high potential candidates, and they help predict job performance by evaluating the skills and abilities that lead to success. Learn more at www.criteriacorp.com. We're also sponsored by Indeed. You're the hiring expert for your company, and you need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com HCM. That's Indeed.com HCM. And now. Ben Herman, welcome to People Tech. You guys have had a big week, raised $20 million, um, rebranded from Jumpstart to Canvas. What's it all mean? And, and where's it going to lead? What happens now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's been a very big week. You know, we started um, three years ago in helping early in career talent find internships and new grad opportunities ultimately stumbling across a solution that that really led companies to to hire more underrepresented groups um and with that focus and with the demand from from our customers we wanted to give you know our technology um to to all companies hiring across all levels of experience and so the rebrand really is is to show how big our vision is and what we want to accomplish as a business um, in making the world more equitable for everyone and giving equal access to both candidates and companies in tech and finance. And so that's that's really what this rebrand is is to symbolize, is, is us moving from what is an early career recruiting platform as Jumpstart into a platform that will help anyone and everyone find opportunities in tech and finance. It seems that at the center of your product is the diversity recruitment platform. Can you explain to me what that is and why is it unique? Yeah. Well, firstly, I think you have to understand what the word diversity means to us in in understanding like what we want to be it's much more than just ethnicity and gender. Um, it encompasses for us, you know, anyone and everyone based on their differences, whether that's a veteran, a working mom, someone with a disability, you know, someone who looks different, someone who hasn't had the same access. You know, it, it's it's really just about leveling the playing field for anyone and everyone. And so when we think about what we stand for as a diversity recruiting platform, it's giving companies the data that they've never had to be able to make decisions 
that will help them build a more diverse, inclusive workplace. And that kind of goes on to, to really symbolize that we believe it's not a pipeline problem as these people do exist, but it's merely a, a data problem. And so they can't find them. Can you tell me a bit more about that data problem? Yeah. Companies today will, will largely use platforms that, that leverage AI, um, which will take public data and enable them to uh, understand more about a candidate. And on top of that, they'll, they'll use what are, you know, diversity APIs, which will, will guess someone's gender or ethnicity based off of their name or photo. And let's be realistic. If your name's um, Josh Myers, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a, a white guy. And so I think that that's not the right way to handle this. And because of this guesstimate, companies can't actually use that data to inform their hiring decisions because self-reported data is the only way to actually use the data in structured form to go deeper on it that's less about aggregation of data and more about like the specifics on an individual like candidate. And so once you have that information that's self-reported, you can do so, so, so much more with it. Can you give me an example of self-reported data? What, what kind of information are you tracking? Yeah, it, it, it's a lot. So we ultimately ask candidates, you know, many questions from their skills, experience, values, interests, demographics, um, visas, et cetera, right? Like work authorization. From that, we, we allow that to be the data that they provide, that they own, and is a holistic profile that can be viewed and understood by all companies. And so we're, we're taking the guesswork out of the recruiting process and allowing candidates to own and control their data, um, regardless of which company they apply to or which company is viewing their, their profile. So the profile and representation from a candidate perspective is shown to all of our companies versus when you apply to a job today, you're merely a resume in a database and those databases do not talk to each other. Even if they use the same ATS and you apply to 20 jobs, they're all an individual record. And we're bringing all of that data into one place and giving candidates the ability to own and control that data that's way beyond their resume. You had a, a very strong performance last year. I was reading, you know, reading the press release, um, earnings went up, you know, revenue went up, um, customer count, I think, went up. In 2020, it was supposed to be a pretty bad year for a lot of people. What's your impression of your own performance? Why do you think that, um, that the company and its product did so well? I think that, you know, we, we, we actually had our best year last year. And I think it was largely due to the fact that our solution can work 
for anybody in any place. And the fact that we're a holistic solution, um, meaning from the initial application to the point of hire, you can manage the whole process from creating virtual events to understanding your data to sourcing through your inbound applicants and then sourcing from the shared talent pool and building talent communities to engage with, with your candidates. It, it meant that they could cut other costs and leverage us um, in more ways than just the one way they were using us. And so that made sense for them. But in addition, I would say that the focus of them trying to understand their data more to be able to make more informed decisions, I think became pretty important with the ability to create and manage virtual events, um, which they couldn't do on many platforms without the data. So, you know, with the basis that we, we had, you know, this all-in-one solution, it, it really enabled them to, to have much better use in, in a time where companies were looking to cut costs and make more virtual engagement strategies. Now, to come back to the um, DRP, um, it, it strikes me as a tough proposition to create a, essentially a new category, which it sounds like you're, you're trying to do. And at the same time, I think there's probably cynics out there who'd say, you know, it's not really about inventing a category. It's just about marketing and, and positioning. So do you have any thoughts about that? Just the whole dynamic around introducing this concept? And, and Yeah, 100%. Um, it doesn't just come from wanting to create a category. It comes because of what we've heard and what we've experienced for, for many years, um, but also myself for a decade before starting this company as a recruiter. This phenomenon of, of having a CRM is really, to me, not as important as understanding your data and being able to make better recruiting decisions. And what I've seen and what I've witnessed over the last 15 years being in the recruiting industry is that the problem at the core is that candidates are spammed time and time again by being added to these email sequences and campaigns where they'll be messaged 10 or 15 times by hundreds of companies. And if you're one of those people added who's popular based on the search string of a common you know, denominator, you're going to be messaged thousands of times every single month, right? it becomes to the point where you just don't pay any interest and there's way too much noise. And so what we want to focus on is how do we cut the noise and get to the right people for the right opportunities? And the way to do that is really about creating more access and more equal access. And for us, we believe, you know, every company in having a CRM is actually making this problem worse. And just like they believe they need a CRM, what they really need is a DRP, which is a diversity recruiting platform. And that helps them understand the data of their candidates to be able to engage 
and hire more diverse talent. One more question, kind of along those lines. TechCrunch published a, an interview with you yesterday. And one of the things that you said was you don't really see AI as being the future. Uh, mm-hmm. and that, that's a pretty bold statement in the recruiting world nowadays. So can you expand on that? Why do you feel that way? And, and what do you see happening? Yeah. The words AI and machine learning are, are largely in, in recruiting terms, a lot of jargon. You know, I, I can say because I have experienced it and I've been part of it. And we started by leveraging AI. So it's not like we didn't try. But what you see is that you don't ultimately enable better decisions. You are, in fact, leveraging what is information that isn't actually given by an individual to make decisions that could be incorrect. So what I mean by that is when you say that you're able to leverage AI to know if someone's diverse, that's just not true. And honestly, it's not like okay from a representation perspective with everything that's going on in the world. It's about candidates being able to represent themselves for who they are and who they want to be. And we can't use public data that's either scraped, credited, reported in some way to make decisions on on people's careers. And when that data is used, as I said earlier, you can't actually make better hiring decisions because you can't go deeper into the candidates. You can only aggregate the data. So I can only give you the data to say, hey, you had a thousand job applicants of that, 50% of them are women, right? Well, you can't go in and be like, cool, I want to reach out to more women. So can you show me those women? No, right? So you can't actually make those decisions. It's good for reporting, but it doesn't allow you to change. And as we've seen, this is diversity 2.0. It's not 1.0. 1.0 was, yeah, we're spending this much money. We're sponsoring this event. And we're leveraging all of this like AI expensive technology to to change our our strategies and increase diversity. But what you've seen is that people would spend a million dollars to go to a conference like Grasshopper, but actually they didn't make any tangible differences in their diversity hiring. Now with 2.0, This is not about showing that you're doing the work. It's about doing the work. And so that's going to be with the data where you're able to say, we've actually engaged this many candidates and we've hired this many more candidates from diverse backgrounds, right? And so it's not about the brand promise. It's about the action. And I think actually we can we can end on that note. So Ben Herman, CEO of Canvas, thanks for taking the time to talk today. Thank you. I hope that was helpful. I've been talking with Ben Herman, Chief Executive of the Diversity Recruitment Platform Canvas. 
and we've been talking on PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report, where we're publication of Recruiting Daily. This edition is brought to you by Criteria. Their scientifically validated assessments help you make better decisions by identifying high potential candidates. The result? Increased revenue, reduced turnover, and better quality of hire. Visit CriteriaCorp.com to see how Criteria can help you unlock the potential of your candidate pool. That's www.CriteriaCorp.com. We're also brought to you by Indeed. With tools like Indeed Instant Match, giving you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately, and Indeed Skills Tests, which on average reduce hiring time by 27%. Give them a try. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash HCM. That's Indeed.com slash HCM. The offer is valid through June 30th, and terms and conditions apply. PeopleTech is part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Visit us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.